Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome to the WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar performer. I've been working here for 20 plus years and enjoying being on the radio. We've had this show on the radio since 2007. We have a blast every time we're on the radio. Than Mitchell was one of the hosts here. Rob Center has been an occasional producer. Let's see, we had a wide range of individuals. Bree was here for a time. Kevin Hur. Uh, we had a webcam for a time, but nobody liked to watch our smile and Faces. So uh, I'm currently the program director here at WKOK. Shows named after me on the mark. So we are here well, to what, t- talk about self-aggrandizement. You are the. You look it up in the dictionary. There's a photo of you. I'm strikingly <laughs> handsome, hardworking, decent fella. Love kids and dogs and. Uh, and I, I think I personally know a kid and a dog you don't care for. <laughs> oh, I, you know a kid. I whose kid don't I care for? Oh, let me guess this one. A kid that I don't care for. Uh, don't, don't spend the whole program. Yeah, I can't on. think I'm of it. Whose kid is I'm this? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> all kids are good. I believe you do love children and dogs. And I'm going to go Unfortunately, read they have a rather adverse reaction to you. <laughs> yeah, dogs are smart. <laughs> they see right through me. They don't like me, but uh, cats do. So we get uh, cats at our house. How uh, do you get along with? with uh, Murphy. Murphy's a little wary, yeah, wisely right. I so. Don't blame him. He, he kind of de- <laughs> dogs have a way of detecting my low character, and so uh, I don't know how they do it. Do you know how they do that? You're a dog person. They just instinctively know. They know. Okay. Well, yeah. Good for them. All right. So dogs keep their distance, but cats, I guess, aren't smart enough, so they seem to like me. Okay. Well, you probably reek of cat, considering you have what four? Three. Well, Three. we had four. So four. Okay. God rest his soul. We lost one, but uh, her soul. I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, in any event, uh, we have uh, three cats, and now. Now. And uh, but the other one is around in spirit and still cursing and yelling out from time to time. So <laughs> we're glad that she's there. A cursing cat. Well, no, there's something to have. Oh yes, now. don't does, doesn't your dog talk at your house? My dog's passed away, and oh, we did okay. not re up. Oh, you didn't re up yet? Okay. No, well, so. not yet. Never, given our age, we're not going to take a puppy in our house at our age. <laughs> 76, you can't have a pet. Okay. I said a puppy. Okay. Well, anyway, let's move on. Uh, um, Sorry about that. Yes. If I need an animal, I'll just come over to your house and pet one of your cats. Well, uh, they won't won't like you. They're better characters than that. Well, maybe Dixie will let me pet her. They're better character judges than that. Murphy likes me. Yes, yes, yes. Dixie will let you. Uh, Dixie's uh, as long as I don't make a loud noise. Right, wary but capable yeah, Dixie, of making. Dixie does not let Mark pet her. Right, I don't yes. blame See, her. No, <laughs> she is very smart about making sure that uh, I keep my distance from Rob too. But I think uh, Dixie would warm up to you. Dixie does warm up to people, just not. I have no ones doubt. She of looks low like a very character. friendly dog. All right, just not ones of low moral character. Well, I say she is a discerning 
pup. I think so, too. Yeah, smart dog. Smartest kid on our block, that's for sure. So um, let's see where we're. How did we get We knew you were going to start the program. This was our moment of levity, as you like to describe it at the start of the show. We need a better moment. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. It's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Common text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. We have been using the Text Connect system to keep you apprised about important information, closed roads, tornadic weather, or uh, dead celebrities, plus breaking local or national news. So uh, we did have some Text Connect messages that went out recently. So we invite you to make sign up for Text Connect at WKOK.com. I'm uh, looking forward to something today. What's that? I'm looking forward to our good liberal callers, who are perhaps of the Democratic Party, to call in and tell me how Chuck Schumer should be given a pass for the horrible things he said yesterday. Because oh, what about what about horrible. Donald Trump? What about Donald Come Trump? Come on, he didn't say anything horrible. He threatened two Supreme Court. Oh, justices. he did not. Don't even start. Oh, come on! You got to be kidding me. Uh, Schumer said that they are going to reap the whirlwind, and you won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. You will pay the price. And he said it gesturing toward the building. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Now, that isn't a threat, brother. What is? It's not a threat. All oh. he's, he's just talking about the fact that as uh, the uh, courts make up changes, that they will be back in the minority where he wants them to be. That's not what he said. He said you've reaped okay, the Okay, listen world. carefully. He spelled out two. He named two Supreme Court justices. Right. Where's the threat? Where's the, I'm going to punch you? Okay, you will reap carefully. the whirlwind. You will not know what hit you. Okay. If I said to you, Mark Lawrence, you've reaped the whirlwind and you don't know what's going to hit you if you do this or that. You wouldn't consider that as a threat. Political changes are coming. Here's his words again. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Even the dramatic effect, you will pay the price. Political price. Okay, a spokesman for Schumer said the chief justice was simply engaging in a willful misrepresentation. All right. All right. <laughs> Quote, Senator Schumer's comments were a reference to the political price Senate Republicans will pay. This is the political price Senate Republicans will pay for putting these justices on the court and a warning that the justices will unleash a major grassroots movement on the issue of reproductive rights. So you have political grassroots. You got it? The spokesman, Justin Goodman, said in a statement. So um, and it, that's uh, what you call walking it back. He's trying to make it sound no, like he was he's talking not. about he's something He's just explaining else. it for snowflakes like yourself that can't understand a political you know, Trump said something like that. You know, I've called out Donald Trump for his bad behavior and co- making comments like this. He says stuff like, like that this. every day. And, he, and, I, and I will come down on him for saying it every day. But that's what bothers me about some folks on the left. You can't look at a bad thing done by one of your people and admit that it's a bad thing. 
And what Chuck Schumer did is a bad and unacceptable thing. Oh, the, I can concede that it could be misinterpreted if you are a Republican snowflake. But if you are a tough Democrat, it's just more important rhetoric that is going to lead to the political whirlwind and change that will alter the makeup of the Supreme Court in the years ahead. So <laughs> are you happy now? No, I'm not, oh. because you can't admit that this was a rotten, terrible, despicable thing for Chuck Schumer to say. And he should pay a penalty for it, just oh, as I think Donald Trump should. What should be his penalty? You're going to impeach him now? Well, I think we should stuff a rag in his mouth so he can't talk for a month. Okay. <laughs> if you want to know my personal opinion. I think opinion. that's a threat. <laughs> no, no, I'm just talking about the politics Potential, of the thing. Right. Potential censures. Okay. Now, I, 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 th- I find it appalling that anybody, oh, whether brother. it's the president, whether it is the ch- uh, Speaker of the House, whether it is the Joe, president pro tem of the Senate. Joe, Joe. For them to threaten other members. In other words, the whole thing centers around Neos Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh are terrible people. They're on the court. They're going to make terrible decisions. They're going to make terrible. Oh, he said, if you make these awful decisions. So if that isn't a direct threat, it's saying you make these awful decisions and these terrible he things are going to happen to you. means Come on, Joe. They're not unconstitutional if the Supreme Court says they aren't. Put That's your how the country down. works. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> when did you become so sensitive? I mean, you're the one that in a show a couple of years ago railed for 90 minutes about the fact that political correctness has taken over the you world. You never let me talk for 90 minutes on this show. Well, half, <laughs> half of the 90 minutes about the... <laughs> <laughs> More than half of the 90 minutes uh, about how political correctness is run amok and people are taking everybody's words literally and there's, there's no offense meant in, in most of the rhetoric that you hear today. And now all of a sudden, whoop, 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 wait hey, a Mark. minute. It's Chuck Schumer doing it. Oh, no, it's terrible. Hey, it's Mark, a threat. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's another fun joke. <laughs> I mean, that's that oh, threatening brother. words. You are the one who's always telling me we should be respectful. We should be sensitive to other people's <laughs> Feelings. I don't think he should <laughs> say these things. I'm just surprised that you, who has the fox funnel on and, and worships the man in red, all the su- or man in orange, all of a sudden you're here. Oh my gosh, somebody's calling names or issuing. And how many times have you heard me say that what Donald Trump said was reprehensible and horrible? You know darn well you've well, heard you me say, say that it many, every day, many times in this program. I'm willing to concede that Republicans do bad things. Unfortunately, some of my Democratic friends, you included, can't look at the Democrats and say, "Gee, I wish they." wouldn't do bad things like that, too. Oh, Two I wrongs never make a right, whether it's a Republican right and a Democratic wrong or a Republican wrong and a Democratic right. One of our listeners sends us notes who says, I guess... I'm a Republican snowflake, and I know who he is. I do not know if he's a snowflake. But look, Chuck Schumer was talking politically. Is it a little over the top or maybe sternly warded? Yes. Should he be subject to some sort of a mild censure? Uh, Perhaps. But did he mean actual threat? No. Come on, Joey. There was no opportunity. There's nothing in there that says, we're going to physically grab these guys by the throat and take them out of the Supreme Court if they continue to vote in their uh, conservative ways. You will pay the price. Well, that's right. Politically, that's what's happening. Oh, then why didn't he add that word in there? Politically. You will pay the political price. Uh, maybe because And it, why did he single out two justices on the Supreme Court? If he had said, <laughs> oh, if, he had said uh, if the justices in this building back here take away women's boy, productive rights. them out because they're President Trump's appointees. Right. So, in other words, they are there. They're just there to do the president's bidding. In other words, all the Democratic justices well, are they wonderful, took a impartial people. To the court. But the Republican, the Republican judges are all craven partisan hacks. 
<laughs> Is that your belief? That, uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565 or a telephone number. Cody, thanks for calling in. Are you a first-time caller by chance? No, I'm not. Okay. I called before. Oh, thanks for checking back in. Uh, I just want to say about that Chuck Schumer comment. I take it personally that he is uh, threatening them. If they did something that they don't like, uh, it's going to be on them. And uh, they're going. It, it was like a threat. And uh, I listen to your show quite often. And uh, every time a Democrat says something wrong or anything, your callers on the left to call in and uh, always make an excuse for what they say. I never, and I, I mean, no matter what it is, they always make an excuse for the ones on the left. But uh, President Trump says something, they take him to the coals. So this is a human condition, I guess. This is Republicans and Democrats are sensitive I, if it opposes them, but they're willing to accept it if it favors them. Both that's sides. That's right. I mean, both sides. I mean, it's, it's getting bad, but especially on the left. They always had to make an excuse. <laughs> okay. When, when, President, when President Obama was in, they put him in housing down there for the immigrants. Trump put, the same, put him in the same place. They were called cages. Uh, the Iran deal, for hundreds of millions of dollars to Iran, they had an excuse for why they did it. And why in the world would you sell 20% of our uranium to Russia when Russia is supposed to be so bad? Well, that's because Democrats did it, and that makes it okay. If, if a Republican did it, it would oh be bad. Oh, my gosh. we got Fox News on the channel. <laughs> Tucker Carlson's here on the line. No, I, I just agree with you, Cody, that you've got to apply this fairly. If the Republicans do something wrong, I think we as Republicans should call it out. And I think the Democrats should do the same thing. Unfortunately, there's not enough on either side of people being willing to stand up and say, this is bad behavior and it needs to be stopped. And one way to stop it is have term limits. Amen. I'm for that. Even so, on the Supreme Court? Well, uh, the well, Supreme yes, Court I does have so. a term limit. Those people, they were long, there long enough. Well, the Supreme Court does have a term limit. You die, you're out. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't allow so, them to continue after death. Well, Mark. you can step down right. if you so choose. You don't so, have to die in office. So right. I'm a snowflake, that's why. I got you. All right. I don't think you're a snowflake, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> no, but everybody else would, so. You sound tough right. to me. Thank you for your call. Yes, Thank you. For calling. Thank you. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. We're stacked full of texts, and uh, we've got one email. So give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. We're talking about Chuck Schumer with his remarks in front of the U.S. Supreme Court hall yesterday, uh, saying that the whirlwind has started, and they will pay the price. Obviously heightened political rhetoric. Obviously uh, a direct threat at two justices of the Supreme <laughs> but Court. But of course, for those with very sensitive hearing on the Republican side, a veiled threat, or well, I guess a direct threat. Not veiled, uh, yeah, direct. not veiled, a direct threat. So. You'll reap the whirlwind. You won't know what hits you. Political change. No, <laughs> not political changes. Punches are coming, right, Joe? Well, that's what it sounds like All to right. me. So political changes are coming. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. What's your view on this? Obviously, it was just a heightened political rhetoric, but Joe's very sensitive these days if you criticize the far right. So uh, he's up and at him. So 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Please call us.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. You're listening to On the Mark and WKOK, 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at several, several people have done it, 70236. One of our, uh, I won't say far left, but one of our left-leaning uh, texter says, <laughs> yes, we're mad about taking abortion rights away. But let's talk for a minute about what the case at, at point is here that's before the Supreme Court. It involves Louisiana, where a state law requires that any doctor performing abortions have admitting privileges at a hospital. Now, I don't think that's a bad law. Oh, brother, what possible difference does it make? If right, he's a person's a physician does... and they're qualified, well, I'm sorry, you got to sign up at a local hospital, make sure that they're willing to take your patients. Well, that's ridiculous, Joe. No, it's not ridiculous. I Look, mean, you, you want to get in the way of abortion, you'll safe. do anything to do it. You say you want abortions to be safe. Now, let's, if this were, actually, if this were actually harming abortions, then it would say you can't do them. Well, it's going to limit saying, them. Well, all the doctors have to do, if they're qualified, is apply for admitting privileges. At a and the hospital said, oh, no, we don't favor left-wing doctors like yourself. I don't think they We're can. Not gonna let I, you do I so. don't know Louisiana's law, but I think here in Pennsylvania, you'd be hard-pressed to refuse a doctor with the proper credentials, who has everything in order, has never had a complaint filed against him. You would be hard-pressed to deny them privileges. They might not be full privileges, but they could be what now is, in, is called refer and follow, uh, which means if you take a patient, you have a patient that goes into the hospital, well, anyway. you put them in the hands of the hospital but you have the right to go in and keep keep an eye on things. Don't obscure the issue. The real issue is uh, well, has real to do with Schumer's simply referring to the political winds of change that will blow in the decades ahead. A next uh, comment right. also from a good conservative locally. Then, so, then why didn't Schumer say that? Meaning why didn't he say he was talking about the, the political, political end winds, of it? Right. Sounded like a threat to me. I'm with you on that one, brother. Okay, and this and starts here. Then Schumer clearly threatened Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. No, Mark, he did not mention the Republicans in his threat. It was clearly directed at the two justices. Besides, abortion is not a woman's health care or reproductive right. It's infanticide. Right. That's how you see it. Okay. And Mark, tell us how requiring an abortionist to have admitting rights at a hospital affects women's so-called rights to kill their babies. Well, it's it, people put it. I'm waiting to hear they're, the answer to well, that. Well, they're one. trying to put up these obstacles so that women can't exercise their right to an abortion, which, of course, these individuals. There is no right to an abortion. It's just legal. Women don't there have is a no legal right. right to get an abortion it's, now? No, there's, it's not a legal right. It is a legal. You haven't heard of Roe v. Wade? You have a legal. <laughs> you have a legal right maybe to drive a car. 
But here you have the freedom. <laughs> I will say this. You have the freedom in this country to have an abortion should you so choose. But all freedoms are like that, like driving a car, I guess you could call that a freedom, are subject to some restrictions. Are they? The question becomes what restrictions are actually common sense restrictions and which ones are designed to stop the practice. Now You're I'm, actually moving backwards. You're no, backpedaling so fast. I'm not. What, <laughs> but I'm, anyway. what I'm saying is that in this case, there is a sound physical health-related reason for the law. Why? Because a woman that if needs has a medical issue, she won't be able to go to a hospital if the doctor doesn't have admitting privileges there? So you're saying if the, the, this doctor performs an abortion at a clinic or at a, a safe office and Everything does not go satisfactorily, so the appropriate thing is to go to a more equipped emergency department. When she gets to that door, they're going to say, whoa, 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 did your doctor have admitting privileges? And they're going to say, no. Well, I'm sorry, you can't be treated here. You're going to have to, uh, you know, transfer or go to another one or bleed out or whatever. It doesn't you, matter because your doctor doesn't have privileges here. You think that's a sound policy? You and all the people on the left argue about, and I agree with that, we don't want to go back to the days of coat hanger abortions in back alleys in this country. And as even Bill Clinton said, abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. Safe being <laughs> the, the only first. Safe. It's, it's one of the two Clinton <laughs> quotes you know. Safe being the operative word and the one he listed first. And to me, anything that assures the safety, and I'd, I'll tell you right up front, I would stop the abortion. That's me. But I, it's the law of the land, and I respect that. But I think if the woman is going to have an abortion, she needs to have confidence that the doctor who's doing it is qualified, has the proper credentials, and is going to have respect for her health and not just doing it for the money. Well, how is it that a local hospital will assure that? You're saying at no hospital because there's no one that doesn't have those credentials? Because... To get admitted to practice at a hospital, you have to be examined. There is a credentialing specialist almost at every hospital whose job it is to go back over the history of this physician's practice and make sure that they have the proper licenses, they have the proper certifications, they don't have any any uh, judgments against them, or at least okay, be, so be aware of any judgments they have against them. And getting admitting privileges is the only way to do that vetting. There's no other way to There's know no if a other requirement. There's no other requirement for it. Suppose the law said... We we require that all physicians. What if the state requires. Wait a second. It? Suppose we say that all physicians who are going to perform abortions must have the same clearances required of those who apply for admission, admitting privileges at a hospital. They would. The left would be just as upset about that as they are about this. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Speedy dialers only. We see one light lit up. Joe, start at the texts at the bottom if you don't mind, please. Right. How about Mitch McConnell stealing the seat from President Obama, Merrick Garland? Yeah. What see, about? See, I told you there'd be. How abouts here? What about? No, they're what abouts. <laughs> what abouts? Okay. Well, I didn't think that was fair. I think they should have given Merrick Garland, a, and I've said this on the program many times, he should have given him an up or down vote. Harry is a fabulous local Catholic right wing listener, and he's on the line. Well, I don't know if I'm right wing, but I, I do believe that. I think that part of the reason with this, and I'm, I'm asking this as a question, I believe that in at least some areas, and this could have been a state thing if it's not federal, that there are um, steps in place where not only would the doctor be able to do an abortion, but a physician's assistant or a nurse practitioner would be able to. And I believe they do, since they do not have admitting practices, I believe that may be why that law came into effect. I'm not positive of that, and I haven't been able to find that yet. That would change the uh, the uh, 
well, that's the lay a, of the land, so to speak. Right. That, that's a, a noteworthy uh, description, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about conservatives trying to get in the way of women having an abortion, so trying to make sure that um, doctors get this, you know, whether the, the woman or the male doctor are get this uh, requirement is just trying to be an obstacle. It has nothing at all to do with credentialing, as Joe uh, assails in this case that's being decided. Just as Chuck Schumer didn't have a physical violence threat in mind, he just had the political winds will change in the future if you take away reproductive rights. You're not going to know what hits you. (laughs) I thought it was an incredibly dumb statement for him to make, but I will say also that, that the credentialing part, then, if that's not the issue... Many times, a lot of these hospitals are publicly funded or, or by taxpayer funded, and, and I, as a taxpayer, do not want to fund abortion. Right, nobody's asking you to do that. Right. that nobody's at, that has nothing to do with this No, case. but you are. So. You well, are being asked to do that if you fund it so, with government so nobody money. Nobody has anything right. to do with this, but it's obviously a big case because it's going to the Supreme Court. I mean, what's the deal? So it's just, you know, you can't... If you tried to do this at a, to a puppy, you would be, uh, or to a dog, you'd be the worst person who ever lived since Adolf Hitler, but this is fine. I guess that's where I get confused, too. Well, I think women's reproductive rights are under fire from a half a dozen different cases from a half a dozen different states. Conservatives see this uh, more conservative court as being vulnerable to change in Roe v. Wade. So they came up with this law as as an effort to further restrict abortion. But uh, I'm sure the political uh, decisions will be made inside. But it, all the way back to where we started, Chuck Schumer, as, as you aptly stated, Harry, very ill-chosen words, but... Uh, uh, actual threat, no. Should he be censured in but, some way? Well, that you know, there certainly is a deliber- deliberative process that can examine that. So let me get this straight. The, President the, Trump- problem, the problem, though, with this, the whole situation, though, is, is that we talk about taking a life as being a reproductive right, and that's that's pretty sad, because now where do you draw the line? Well, that's your view on that. Where do you draw that. the line as you go along? Well, that's, that's not my opinion. It's the fact of the matter is that it takes a life. That's your your that's facts. Fact. You're that's entitled to your alternative facts. facts. Oh, uh, an abortion doesn't really, take a life? Really, that is an alternative fact? That is a living, breathing being yes. that has a heartbeat in God, and that is a fact. Amen, Harry. You got that right. Thank it you It also so much. sounds like you got a cold. Take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not coronavirus. And so do I. <laughs> Harry, thank you so much. Call back. you got another minute to wrap up your remarks and to uh, ask more good questions. You're listening to On the Mark. Uh, we are talking about Chuck Schumer's ill-timed remarks, but just rhetoric, says me. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. We're right in the middle of a vibrant discussion about the remarks of Chuck Schumer yesterday saying that a whirlwind of change will come and uh, he's intimating potential violence in the imagination of some. I say just a political threat, but uh, we'll play that cut again and invite you to comment on that. Uh, we are enjoying that discussion and tied to that is the U.S. Supreme Court case that relates uh, to a 
abortion. Uh, should a physician who's performing an abortion in an otherwise uh, safe and sanitary setting also be required to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital? I believe that case is out of Louisiana, so uh, we can uh, talk about that. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. In the news, an economist says if you'd like to help your local economy, please grab the nearest local craft beer. And as we move into a world where we have this opportunity to create products that are specifically uniquely local, it creates maybe this hearkening back to the authenticity of the 19th century when you had your own local beer every town you went in. Dr. Trey Malone's an assistant professor and extension economist at the Department of Agriculture, Food and Resource Economics at Michigan State University. Spoke recently at Susquehanna University. You'll be able to hear some of his remarks on an upcoming WDKOK Sunrise and on our podcast page. He says beer is a big pusher in the agriculture and farming community these days. A log cabin in Washingtonville that dates back to the 1780s is being removed piece by piece. Washingtonville Borough Council President Frank Dombrowski says crews began removing siding from the cabin located on Water Street yesterday. He says crews are now beginning piece-by-piece removal of the two-story cabin today, and that work is expected to take about a week. Dombrowski says the cabin was found as part of a former condemned bar that was being demolished. Montour County Commissioners also approved community development block grant funds for demolition of the old building. Dombrowski says the Montour DeLong Community Fair plans to hire a contractor to reconstruct the cabin during the 2021 fair. The fairgrounds are located less than a mile from the historic cabin. The fair is now working on funding for the project with the help of State Senator John Gorner and State Representative Kurt Mosser and the commissioners. Dombrowski says the public can also donate through the Central Susquehanna Community Foundation under Mark and the Washingtonville Revitalization. Committee, Washingtonville Borough Council, Montour County Commissioners, and the Fair Board are expected to sign a memorandum of understanding for the project. Dombrowski says if there isn't enough funding or enough material preserved from removal of the old building, a modified one-story version will be constructed. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. The Pennsylvania State Police say they'll now let troopers have tattoos as long as they keep them covered up. In a statement, Colonel Robert Ivanchek, the state police commissioner, said Wednesday that the agency hopes the new policy will widen its field of potential recruits. Before Wednesday's announcements, troopers could have their tattoos as long as they weren't visible to the public, but that excluded individuals who would have tattoos on their forearms since the summer uniform. State Police doesn't have a long sleeve. Troopers still may be have tattoos on their forearms now as long as they wear long sleeve shirts in the summer. Uh, tattoos can also, uh, those that can be seen, must be uh, neither hateful nor discriminatory uh, if you're going to join the State Police. And finally, Melania Trump is drawing parallels between her youth welfare initiative and a group of women from around the world whom the State Department has recognized for acts of courage. The First Lady's Be Best initiative is geared toward children. I'm sorry we don't hear more about this initiative. It really is fabulous. But anyway, Mrs. Trump says it ties nicely to the accomplishments of a dozen women with whom she shared a stage at a State Department ceremony Wednesday. Mrs. Trump says children need positive support and guidance to grow up possessing the same empathy and strength shown. You know, I will say this. When President Obama was in and uh, Mrs. Obama would 
talk about our flower garden or the vegetable garden and the cafeteria initiatives and nutrition initiatives. The media couldn't get enough of it. Oh, they just slobbered. But now Melania Trump, right in the heart of the bee best with this. AP has this stuck in the bottom of a little entertainment asterisk at the bottom. So I think that's... uh, it's too bad. 1-800-795-9565. You want to do a text or two, and then we'll flip over to the phone. Okay, phones. we've got three calls waiting, and we'll get them all. Uh, one of our texters says, that's the case in front of the Supreme Court. How are justices to pay a political price when they are not to be political? They don't run for office, and their appointment is a lifetime appointment. That makes Schumer's spokesman statement a bold-faced lie. And then the next one. And then and we'll Trump go. separated children from their parents. Obama didn't do that, snowflakes. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe knows for sure. Uh, Dale, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm just uh, real proud of how the Democrats and Republicans got together and signed this bill real fast. I mean, you know. Which bill? Everybody's wearing The supplemental uh, funding bill for coronavirus, although they didn't do that yet. No, they didn't. Okay. Well, I know they said that 36,000 people died of common flu in the United States a year. And then we got 11 corona. I don't know. Or counting those numbers right, but everybody's wearing Corona masks. And then when they were signing the bill, they're going to wear a ski mask because it's basically employee bonus, ain't it? I don't know. What, wait, what's huh? this about it? What's this about an employee bonus? No, I said why everybody's wearing Corona mask and they're wearing ski mask when they're signing the bill. It's like an employee bonus, ain't it? That's how they're getting along. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, it's a me neither. There, right? I huh? have no idea what you're saying. An employee bonus. Uh, you got well, another I mean, basically, minute. They can't, this is the first time they're not arguing. It seems like everybody got their fair shake in a cake or whatever. Okay. I mean, well, who facilitates who facilitates the funding, and who and who, what oversight committee is watching them? do what they're doing. Is there any ethics committee going on right now in the Trump administration or any administration? (laughs) No, there's no ethics committee. There's no ethics in the Trump administration. But that's all right. The 401ks continue to boom. All right. Thank you so much, Dale. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. Carl is uh, next up. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to chime in real quick on the abortion issue. Back in the 1980s and early 90s, I was a volunteer medic with the American Ambulance. And in our training, when we would, you know, pick up a body and there was no pulse, well, then that person was considered dead and we would call the coroner. So what my question is, if a person is considered dead with no pulse, why isn't a an infant, a fetus, or whatever you want to call it, considered alive if it has a pulse? And if we use that as a measure then if a fetus or a baby or whatever people want to call it has a pulse, they should be considered to be alive, then they should have the same rights as I have as being alive. And that's pretty much what I wanted to say about that. No matter where they are, whether they're in the mother's womb or whether they're outside it, you're right. They have a pulse, they have a heartbeat. Exactly. Well, and Carl, if you cause a crash and you kill a woman in the oncoming vehicle who has a baby, you get charged with two 
manslaughter charges, not one. So there is that's, irony that's there. Right. But the fact of the matter is, in the U.S., as Joe aptly points out, women have the legal right to receive an abortion in the first 20 to 24 weeks. So, uh, you know, you and I can argue till the end of the day about whether that's appropriate, and uh, nobody ever changes their convictions on this, I can tell you that. Oh, but Joe Biden did. He changed his convictions rather and, dramatically. Anyway, as I was saying, I think that uh, women have the right, to, the legal right to choose an abortion, despite the ironies that uh, you and I can point out in that regard. Thank you so much, Carl. Really appreciate the call. Thank Thanks you. For, Matter of fact, I'd in. like to recommend a good chiropractor to Joe Biden because he's been flip-flopping on abortion gonna... so much he's hurt his back, I'm sure. What would you recommend for President Trump? I'm curious. Uh, wash his mouth out? A good so... chiropractor. Oh, is that what he needs? Okay, he needs something. Uh, Lance is up next from Herndon, PA. Thanks for calling yes. in, sir. You're on the mark. I knew that. I, anyway, though, about uh, people who changed their uh, opinion on abortion, boy, I sure did. Because uh, it, what it came down to was uh, when I was listening in real time to a baby's heartbeat and saw a uh, for real abortion video, training video, uh, it kind of uh, really uh, turned me around. And I thought, now who should I believe? The folks that I've been believing are my own eyes. And that was really what did it. And that uh, video that I gave you that has that 90 seconds of a for real, for real dilation and evacuation second trimester abortion. If that doesn't do something for somebody, I'd say they got to be Jeffrey Dahmer's cousin. <laughs> well, we're not we're not trying to litigate the whole issue of of, uh, of abortions over again because we've been up and down that road a million yeah, times. But okay. the question is, should uh, should some whether you like it or not, should there be reasonable restrictions on the people performing them? Should they meet a certain standard of training and education? I mean, whether you like it or not, if a woman's going to have one, I hope it's safe. I hope she. She's safe. You know, I I'd rather her. she didn't do it, yeah. but I would. I don't want her to to suffer at the hands of a less than competent medical person. And if if okay. requiring them to have the proper training and certifications guarantees that safety, I'm all for it. Until such time as we take the proper action, which I think, you know, Chuck Schumer's afraid will happen, and they'll uh, they'll make it illegal to have them, except in certain circumstances. Okay, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's oh, well, let me put them back in. <laughs> well, that was exactly what I was going, to, going to say. <laughs> as much against the whole thing as what I am, I believe that when it is done, that we need to have every safeguard in place to make sure that nobody gets hurt. That's, that's what I'm trying to get across. And I agree with you completely. Okay, good. Glad to hear that. Well, not always, but I do agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Lance. We appreciate your call, as always. Take care. Thank you and so much. And we have an email that says, Mark, 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 even Lawrence Tribe says Schumer is out of line. Oh, brother. I'm not, I'm, you as you know, know I'm a little... Tribe is? Nope, okay. I'm a little doltish, so sorry about that. <laughs> He's Text. a law professor? Okay. Okay. I believe you. I'm okay. not arguing. And a very well-known one. And on the left... 
And then we have some textures. This one I love. Neil Gorsuch shouldn't even be on the court. Really? Why not? He was well, nominated by Garland spot. He was nominated by the president and approved by the Senate. So well, well, that means true. he should be there. He, he's not on the court illegally. Should he just Neil, shouldn't be there. It should be Merrick Garland. Should Merrick Garland have gotten a fair hearing? And a, yes, he should have. And he should have had the, at least the courtesy of an up or down vote. I agree with that completely. Uh, and I, th I just wondered what would happen this year if there was a vacancy on the Supreme Court, whether Mitch McConnell would feel the same way about it as he oh, did. Oh, no, we got to rush this guy through so we now, can pack the court see, with conservatives. Now, I'm, a re I'm a Republican, but I would be very upset about that. If you're going to say that's the policy, then you're it's the policy. Sensitive. Right, okay. I, I think what they would say is uh, Joe's sensitivities be damned. We are going to move on with this and get this court <laughs> conservative. It's, you know, it it's obviously was a political delay tactic when Merrick Garland was uh, nominated by President Obama and obviously getting another conservative on the court will be a high priority and so they would proceed. I think our momentary shock that of the hypocrisy on the left they would say well being a hypocrite is a human condition it has nothing to do with the right or the left and they would uh, vote for it. Let's take a quickie break. Right. Uh, we got open lines 1-800-795. Well, we have a call coming in. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phones. We started out talking about whether Chuck Schumer is in the wrong or not, even though he says he was just pointing, he is. pointing out the political uh, ramifications that right. uh, come from making wrong decisions right, in his view right, right. Uh, on the U.S. Supreme Court. And he did not threaten anybody. He simply pointed out that the political whirlwind will continue to change in the years ahead if abortion rights are curtailed. Uh, we have since then looked uh, looked at the particular abortion law that is in discussion from Louisiana, and it would prevent a doctor from performing an abortion if he didn't have, he or she didn't have uh, uh, admitting privileges at a nearby hospital, which is obviously just another roadblock in the way of women's reproductive rights. And uh, since then, we've just got into the uh, subject of abortion in general. So that's lit up the phones and filled up the text and sent an email. Uh, we invite you to Call 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, Senator Chuck Schumer 
was simply referring to the political price that Senate Republicans will pay for putting these justices on the court. And it was a simple notice to the justices that if they make abortion illegal, it will unleash a major grassroots movement on the issue of reproductive rights. The president That's calls really him means. crying Chuck Schumer. I think he ought to add lion to it. So Thank let's you, make him lion crying Chuck Schumer. Rob's trying desperately to keep my mic at full volume, but uh, well, he did Mine was Thank at half you, volume. Uh, Mark, see. question for you. This is from one of our texters. Did the butcher abortionist in Philadelphia that was convicted for the deaths of his patients have admitting rights at a hospital? I don't know. I didn't really. Uh, I, I think that continues up one notch, too. No, it doesn't. That's oh yeah, comma. okay. A comma. Don't you think maybe he should have? How many of his victims would be alive today if he had? Ooh, I Sorry, I thought that was attached to the one above it. Okay. What's the answer, Stan? I'd love to know. So send that along. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really follow that super duper closely. Al, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting and calling in. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's Shifty Schumer. Oh, that was is that his name? Okay, yeah. sorry. I think that's a pretty good name. Right, we are but not anyway, grown up here. Why it was going on and why they were in the court discussing it? He's outside obstructing it, and uh, when you obstruct a, a court, it's uh, obstruct them the obstruction of justice. That's a good point. I was going to mention that earlier. If you're outside the Supreme Court threatening the justices, are you not obstructing justice? De- that's a good point. Good point. Well, maybe that'll be the sort of the specifics of the censure that's coming. And, and it's just my opinion, but I, I'm i sitting here, uh, and it's just a, a political opinion, but I have a paper before me that could, you know, I could use a wrong narrative and say it's locked and loaded full of my uh, opinions on abortion. But that's just a, a, a political thing. I have, you know, I use the Bible as my guide, and... Uh, I, I find it very evil that I got to follow a law that would cause me to sin. Uh, it, it's a it's a lesser of two evils at some point in in the way the world goes round. It's a lesser of two evils. Say a mother is laying there, and it's definitely the baby or the mother, and the mother has four other kids at home. Then it's rare, but I could almost say. Well, she's got to take care of them other four. God will take care of this one, and then do it. Don't not like in the in the movie uh, on land because you can see. And I saw live babies carrying on, and my babies carrying on in the womb and having fun. Uh, but I also seen watching that movie a baby fight for its life, and a a big vacuum goes in there and sucks his arms off and sucks his legs off. And, and kills that little baby, and you can see it fighting. With one arm it fights, with one leg it fights, until finally they suck the head up. Now, maybe you kill people humanely, death sentences humanely. Why can't you just go and in, and if that baby's alive and having problems and you got to abort it, be like they do to the prisoners. Give that baby something to calm it, that it won't know what's happening to it, because obviously the baby, if you read the Bible, hears and knows, because when Mary walked in the room with her cousin Elizabeth, John the Baptist leaped for joy in her womb. So this is where I'm coming from, and I do change my mind. 
I changed my mind on it, so people do change their mind on it. If if you don't change your mind on it and you can't see it that way, I just say, Lord, I'll pray for that person and soften their heart so they can see that this is not the way to go as a nation, because 64 lives, 64 million lives have been lost already. And, it, and a lot of them are black babies, which is another thing that would be called a... Racist? Extermination of a race. Genocide. Genocide. So yeah. that's just my standing on, and I think I'm locked and loaded with my opinion politically. Oh, that's a threat. <laughs> well, you know, why didn't they arrest? Why didn't they arrest Schumer for making terroristic threats? He, he should because it was obvious to sane people that it's just a political threat. threat. <laughs> hey, who's the party that showed President Trump's head severed? And his 12-year-old son saw it. Oh, Who's that was that comedian. What was her name? I don't know, but uh, fortunately uh, she's... Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Thank Kathy you. Griffin. They would blow up the White House? They would blow up the White House? There are two justice systems in this country at this point, and it has to change. It has to change. Trump points it out. I see it. I've been saying it forever. I, I see how they treat old people. Old people with the money in the hospital don't get bed sores. Their, their muscles don't atrophy. A poor lady in the hospital that doesn't have good one, they don't exercise her. They, she gets full of bed sores, and she dies in three weeks. The other old lady lives for a month in a coma, and they get her better, and she, she's alive again. But I've seen it. I've seen it too many times. There is two-tier system in this country, and I always say... The health insurance that this, my senator and my congressman have, oh, that's fine for me. I'll, I'll take whatever they got. Okay. All right, we got Thanks you. Thank opinions, you so Al. much. Appreciate the call, Al. Uh, let's One of see. our texters says, yep. Mark, abortion is not reproductive rights. It's infanticide. There is no reproduction happening with an abortion, only infanticide. All right, and that individual is on the line. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Yeah, this man's hey, uh, in capital letters today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, as far as what Chucky said, there's nothing political about it. It was a direct threat against the two justices in the Supreme Court. They have no, they, there is no politics with them. Remember, they're on a seat for life. Politics isn't involved with anything that they do. You as don't far think as there's left leaning Having right retribution leaning. against them, that's, that's their, you know, that's what he was threatening, retribution against them if they don't do what he thinks they need to do. Right. That's a direct threat against them. You don't think there's left leaning and right leaning judges? Well, sure, but well, yeah, that's I didn't right. say that. But that's not he can't. They cannot be pay a political price because there is no political price for them to pay. They're not up for reelection. They're there for life. They can be impeached. So who are they going to? Where's the political yeah. political uh, penalty or whatever going to be against them? The political penalty will be that they will be back in the minority when the grassroots movements that Chuck Schumer is describing puts uh, Democrats Boom. into the presidency and the Supreme Court nominees in the future are uh, left leaning. Left leaning. Thank you. <laughs> and then that'll that's be okay. That, and that'll be okay because they're left leaning. Having right leaning ones there, that's I didn't wrong. Say there was any. Anything wrong yeah. with having right leaning? I mean, the goal is to have a balance, isn't it? No, but, the but goal Chucky is to didn't. Chucky didn't say any of that. What he said that they will be. Well, how was it? They will pay a price when they were hit with whatever he said. 
He said, I, I, I heard the whole thing. I don't have an exact quote. He said, but he was well, directed I'll, I'll at them. He said, you, you, and you. Stan, listen. Stan, I'll, I'll give it to you. He said, okay. you won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Here, listen. Here's, the whole, here's the whole quote. I want to tell okay. you, Gorsuch... He's talking about Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Yeah, but there is more to it about the awful decisions, right? Then he said, you won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Right. Right, and that's all you. you. When I say something to somebody and I go, you will pay a price, whoever's in front of me, that is directed at that person. His threat was directed at those two. That's a good It argument. wasn't directed at the Republicans <laughs> in general, in the Senate or the House. It was directed at them too. And the I, word "you" was used very, what, what three, at least three times there, if not four. And I've been expecting, Stan, that somebody would call in today and say, "Well, what about President Obama, who came down on Sotomayor and uh, what's it, what's the other ones?" Uh, I don't think that was quite as harsh. Well, yeah, Hagen? because yeah, he he didn't tell them that they should reap the whirlwind and they were going to not know what hit them. He said, suggested they recuse themselves. See, from that too is just a political You were talking remark. Trump, not, not Obama. No, but sorry. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Trump. <laughs> but that is, a, that is a political statement. That's a direct As political statement. As was Schumer's. All right, no, Stan, wasn't. we'll give you the last word. <laughs> well, Schumer's, uh, my understanding, there's some of the senators are going to you know, put out a censure motion in the Senate. I think it should be worse than that, but that's you know that's probably all they're now. Now the question is, will will all the Republicans have the cojones to stand up and and actually vote for it and censure him? I don't know. That probably doesn't carry much as far as Schumer is concerned. He doesn't care. He figures I'm I'm in my seat forever, how long he's in it, and he can't get voted out. So what does he care? But well, you know, his threats are threats against the Supreme Court and those two justices in particular. And I Whether think, it was physical or not, I don't know. Well, I think the key to it is, how would he have reacted if someone had said that about two liberal judges on the Supreme Court? I could bet you he would have been outraged. <laughs> he would have lost his mind. <laughs> right, thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling Thanks. in. Uh, last caller before a quickie break would be Mike. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yesterday, when I saw Chuck Schumer make that statement, and, and I viewed it as a, a threat, but I also viewed it as something that might entice another person and encourage them to action. So it, it carried more than just a threat to me. And uh, my the visuals of it, I, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm a lunatic or anything, but I said to myself, if I've ever seen demonic possession in my life, that looked like it. I mean, it, it just, he seemed enraged and, and almost like he was being controlled because I can't, I, I just could not envision a United States senator saying those words under those circumstances. It, it was to me, it was like he had to be controlled by something else. If he had been frothing at the mouth, I wouldn't have been surprised. Exactly. It it, it really is the the most terrible thing uh, in in the political realm that I've ever seen or heard in my life. I I just couldn't believe it. I'm thinking to myself, where where have we gone? How did we get here? Do you think the president bears some of the responsibility for that? Frankly, I do, because he started this culture, or at least perpetuated this culture of name-calling and belittling people who disagree with you, which I don't like at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you at all on that, and I was hoping that that would have ended 
after the 2016 campaign, and it was just being used as a ploy to get the votes that he needed to win, but unfortunately it has continued. Uh, but again, I, I'm not one to blame my personal actions on anyone else, so I'm not going to blame Chuck's actions on Donald Trump. Good point. Excellent point, as a matter of fact. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Appreciate the call. Yep, thanks call for again. Check, checking in. Joe, one text, then we'll take a quick break. I believe until you take your first breath, you are not a living person. I do, however, feel after nine weeks, it's not good to have one. Oh, I guess an abortion. I thought he meant a breath. Okay. Uh, signed by Bob. Okay. And then um, I agree, Joe, if a spot on the Supreme Court of the United States comes up, that seat should be filled, not be filled until after the election. I wouldn't necessarily be happy about it, but I think I'm at least fair. I'm not sure if the Democrats were in charge of the Senate and a Democrat was up for re-election, that would be the case. But hopefully we won't ever have to find out. <laughs> uh, all right. one 800 seven. Nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Chris, you are on the Mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, I always get a kick out of Joe. He can repeat uh, Trump's name calling all show and then nobly say he's against name calling. <laughs> well, this Isn't is a threat. He's against he a threat that? today, not a name call. What? We're he's, talking he's, about what it is we're opposed to, and sometimes we cite examples of that. He's feigning that it was a threat, not a no, name call. Well, no, I'm saying that uh, Joe says he's really against name-calling, but he'll repeat Trump's name-calling endlessly, lying, crying, Schumer. And Pocahontas and Schumer, everything else. A name-call. He repeats it constantly during the show, and then nobly says he's against name-calling. Well, Joe is it's on just, the right, uh, so he is... just kind of amazing, isn't it? <laughs> he is a hip, uh, hip, what do you say? Hypocrite? Hey, there we go. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. He took the hypocrite's oath, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, it sounded like he cut off. You there, Chris? Yes, I'm okay, here. Okay, good. Okay, go ahead. All right, now that you're done bashing me, what was your point? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. Oh, you're just such a... Snowflake about Schumer. And I that mean, doesn't bother you at all. Incredible. In other words, if the president said that, you, you would find that entirely acceptable. Said what? If the president made a comment like that against uh, Sotomayor and Ginsburg, you would find that acceptable. He said, you're going to reap the whirlwind. You won't know what hits you if you don't vote the way I want. Oh, I can tune in any right-wing religious station and hear that stuff all day long. I'm asking if you, Chris, would be offended by that if a, Dem a Republican said it about a Democrat. I was, I was uh, somewhat offended that Schumer said it. Somewhat. But that okay. doesn't mean you're, you're, you're riding it into the ground beyond all reason, because <laughs> there was no physical threat there. Well, then what does he mean when he no say you won't know what hits you? Threat. What does he mean when he say you won't know what hits you? The political ramifications. Well, why didn't you say that then? And did you see his because face? Because you talk metaphorically about politics. Did you see his face? Did you hear his voice? Did you? <laughs> you know, that's important, too. Oh, geez. You read so much into nonsense, I can't, <laughs> uh, you know, what, what can you say? That's right. I keep it's forgetting. Again, Democrats. Right wing. Radio, you one guy repeats it, and then they all decide it has to be true. I forget in Chris's world, Democrats good, Republicans bad, all I the time. I didn't say that. I said I didn't think he should have said it. <laughs> you said you were mildly upset. 
Well, because when you consider what Trump's been saying right along, oh, now you're the and one the who number <laughs> of threats that the the judges who were voted for Roe versus Wade uh, fought through, and the actual shooting of their homes, and the actual killing of abortion doctors, and you're upset about this. Nobody's advocating the killing of abortion doctors. The whole law here is about whether or not they're properly trained to do the job that they're supposed to be oh, doing. Well, that's just nonsense, too, because admitting privileges aren't what they used to be, but it is a big legal hassle, and it also is our hospitals rejecting doctors just because they're abortion doctors, because the hospitals don't want to be a associated with abortion. I don't know about that, but I can yeah, tell you... you don't know about I can, that, uh, let me fin- Let me finish the I, sentence. Let me finish the <laughs> sentence. I do know from my time on a hospital board that credentialing today is not easier than it was yesterday. It's tougher. And if you knew yes, anything it, about it, hospitals, you'd know that yes, and realize you made a dumb mistake there. for uh, <laughs> to have admitting pro- privileges. Most pro- A lot of primary doctors don't have admitting privileges to any hospital, or if they do, they aren't the hospitals that are are their patients' insurance. Okay, well, let me ask you this thing, Chris. And the world goes on, and you say it's some kind of danger. How many deaths are there a year due to legal abortions? I don't know. How many were there when they were illegal? But here's the point. A lot. Since they've been legal, it's down to under a dozen and sometimes as low as two a year. Well, let me ask you this question then. Let's say that you're so right. why are you no, making it safer me, when it's already may I ask, may I ask you a qu- May I ask you the question? Hospital? May I ask you the question or are you just going to keep talking and not letting me get a point in? I, I'm, I'm uh, to continuing the discussion on topic. Where are you going? I'm going on topic. Let's say that this Louisiana law didn't require uh, admission to uh, pri- admitting privileges at a hospital and instead it was an entirely different law that spelled out a set of criteria that doctors had to meet in order to be able to perform abortions, and they were all related to their technical skill, their ability, and their training. Would you support that? Well, I assume there's some uh, standard already. Are you saying saying that's inadequate? I'm saying it might be. Because it might be. Well, if, it, if it's inadequate, find out where it's adequate and inadequate and change it. But you didn't ask my question. Would you support such legislation? If it's not nonsense, yes. Okay. Well, then the, we're not that far apart on this. Well, I just no, think, we are because you are uh, saying that admitting practices is a good and necessary thing. I'm saying that, that the underlying reason for it, to me, would be to guarantee that a woman who has an abortion and, is in the hands yeah. of a competent professional and capable they, of doing it, it safely. And the safest operations you can have anywhere in America. And you base that on what? On hospital death rates, there are they're not performed in many hospitals, are they? They're performed in clinics. Well, uh, that's be, uh, that's because they don't want to take the heat. I guess I think they should be performed in hospitals. I think hospitals should be doing them. Then would admitting privileges hospitals should be doing. Then them. would admitting privileges be required? Obviously, they would. If well, you, if their doctors are doing them or in the hospital, they'd already have admitting privileges because they're on staff. Not necessarily. There are a lot but, of doctors who are not on staff. Is it, is it necessary for an op- for the, for the operation? Does it make the operation any safer or any different? If it's done in a if hospital, you're saying that the doctors who are performing, they they have to have some. They have to be doctors. 
they have to have some form of qualification, right? And you're saying that's inadequate without even knowing that it's inadequate. No. Or you think it may be, so therefore we should pass this law because it may be. I'm not second-guessing Louisiana. I'm assuming that their legislators understand what their state is like and what might be no, necessary in I their think state. you understand. They're doing it because they're trying to close down abortion clinics, and that's an open, it's not even a secret. That's open knowledge. But you that's said they should be knowledge. done, you said they, they should be done in hospitals. You said they, they should be done in hospitals. to shut down abortion clinics specifically. You said they should be done in hospitals. Okay, I'm going to have to break you guys up. Chris, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, it's, it's, it's clear that the, these laws are being passed to stop abortions. They're only done in, in Republican states, and they're only done in order to shut down clinics. If they didn't oh. shut down the clinic, they wouldn't have been passed. Oh, no, it's because we're very concerned about health care, and we oh, think yes, the doctors yes, are you're dumb. Right, you're right. I Come see it now. Yes, now. I just had to say it's slow. The only thing they want <laughs> is safe abortion. Thank you, Chris. They're all for Save abortion. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for checking well, that's, in. You Appreciate know, it. Thanks for Chris, putting Joe in his Chris place. Chris hasn't listened to the program because I'm not in favor. <sighs> I'm in favor of safe abortions, and I think if a woman's going to have one, she should be guaranteed that she's got a good chance of survival. <laughs> Read that top one before we Chris is the... reading Louisiana legislators' minds again. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. News Radio 1070 WKOK and the Sunbury Motor Company invites you to visit the Quick Lane. Well, why would you go to uh, that relatively small but uh, nicely appointed waiting room. Well, there's a cup of coffee waiting for you there. They have a TV and some current magazines. You can see down into the quick lane. You can watch them work on your vehicle. And guess what? They'll pump you up with nitrogen. They'll put a set of four tires on your car. They'll tune it up and make it work. Just it'll be perfect for you at the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. It's a rare opportunity for you to enjoy a great service that you can trust the people doing the work. The price is reasonable. The hours are good. Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 6.30 to, 8, to 2 p.m. If your car's out of alignment, they got an alignment shop. If your car didn't, can't even get there, they got a tow truck. If your vehicle is out, uh, has a big scratch on it, they got a body shop. Uh, if your car happens to be a great big truck, they got a great big truck shop, too. Or if your car happens to be a, a vehicle that's under warranty, I guess they got all the warranty stuff to take care of, and they're ready to go. It's the Quick Land on North 4th Street in Sunbury, and it's not just for people who've purchased their vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. It is the favorite spot for those folks, but it is for anybody who got their vehicle anywhere at all whatsoever. It's an opportunity for you to get fabulous service in a big fat hurry at the Quick Lane. Uh, there you go again. SunburyMotorCompany.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe, read the words of your selection. Okay, well, we'll start with the one coming down on me. Joe, it's pretty obvious by your repeated comments pertaining to Obama, as often as you mention him, you show a strong dislike for him and his time in office as president, always with the what about Obama as you defend President Trump. Also, how much training did any person have to perform abortions prior to Roe versus Wade? And if the law is overturned, we know abortions will still happen. We will go back to the coat hanger method. You will never force some females to carry them to full term, like it or not. Well, I agree with most of what you said after the first paragraph or after the first sentence, you know, I I don't know that the people who performed abortions beforehand had any training. That's the whole reason why the law was considered in the first place. Go back to that. I'm not done. Oh, oh, Jesus. Stop closing things and deleting them before I'm done with them. as for President Obama, I think he was a very decent man, a good family man. I think he tried to do what was best for the country as he saw it. I disagree with him policy-wise. I think Donald Trump is doing the right things policy-wise, but I dislike him as a human being, whereas I like Barack Obama as a human being. So if I'm guilty of something, I'm guilty of that. Uh, one of our emailers says— As long as says, you admit your guilt. That's right. all we ask. I like this one because I, w- I was going to mention it earlier, and I had forgotten about it. Ronald Reagan, who said that all those in favor of abortions are alive, <laughs> and how true that is. Okay. And then here, the frequent caller Chris seems to have such an authoritarian attitude, and his knowledge is the only way. Why doesn't he reveal what kind of credentials he has to be so knowledgeable, making everyone else's opinions feel wrong? And uh, question, Chuck Schumer's power, couldn't he have an, uh, an appointment with either of those justices to talk to them about it? Why did he take advantage of the speaking? It looked like he was outside at some kind of a rally. If I had that power, I would have gone right to the justices to talk to them face to face. But I do believe it was a threat to them because of the place where he made the speech. That's where people make protest threats in public places or by letters. Well, in all honesty, uh, the Supreme Court justices would not give him an appointment because talking to a judge who's an active consideration of a case is not permitted. No, but he can argue his side of the story if he wishes to. He can uh, uh, request to be a friend of the court and say that he's got his, get his two cents in. Look, it was obviously not a threat, but of course you guys like to be apoplectic about nothing, so this is your opportunity to say, aha! Excuse me, I'm going to froth at the mouth just like Chuck Schumer did yesterday. For did no you reason. see his face? Did you hear his voice? And you think that wasn't an overwrought off-the-rails guy well, making that, that statement. May be, all of that may be true, but still what he said wasn't a threat. It was just to talk about how the political winds will well, change if, if somebody in the years ahead, and, looking, which is very, very true. If if the Supreme Court makes abortion illegal, it's going to be the driving of a force before, in front of the next uh, five presidential elections. Well, if someone whose voice is up five octaves from where it normally is and who is so overwrought their facial expressions look scary made those <laughs> comments about me, I would consider them a threat. I'd be careful. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> I'd get to call your bodyguard. Uh, one of our emailers says, "Good morning. The only problem with ha- a texter, rather. Good morning. The only problem with having abortions in a hospital is the cost." And another one says, "Chris, there is no political ramifications for the justices to pay. Nice spin job, Chris. Well, that's true. There are no political ramifications. So why would you make a political Can threat? Can they be impeached? Yes, but 
let's be honest, the Republican Senate isn't going to impeach two guys they just voted to put on the Supreme Court, <laughs> well, no, right? I'm just saying there is and a ramification. Them, and but impeach it would have them for to be, what? Mark, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm just, it's just a question about the Constitution. I don't even remember that. Impeach them for what? For Nothing. making decisions? Stop, for making stop. Decisions you, you answered the like. question a long time ago. <laughs> Stand down. All right. Jeez Louise. I'm asking the constitutional expert. Wait, there's a Constitution up the up at the end of the table. I'll go look at it. I saw a funny meme on Facebook or cartoon. I think it was in the paper this morning and said, funny thing, all my Facebook friends who were experts on constitutional law six weeks ago are now experts on epidemiology. I saw that. <laughs> that is very good. Yeah, people, well, the coronavirus can't be spread by sneezing. I'm like, well, that's a ridiculous statement. Uh, as long as you're six feet away, it can survive in the air, which is another falsehood. Okay, we got Rob from oh, Elysburg on the so line. we're Rob? supposed to talk to people on the you're phone. On the mark. Yeah, that's what we do here. Rob, you're on the mark. <laughs> I'm looking at the number. Go ahead, Rob, you're on the phone. Hey, I just want to comment that if Roe v. Wade is overturned nationally, it does not mean that abortions become illegal. Um, what it means is that it goes back to the states to decide what their abortion laws should be. That's true. Uh, you know, and I think we lost that point. Thank you for bringing it up. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. correct. Because <laughs> they they, everybody thinks it's going to go back to back rooms in all the states. and every, But that's why you have New York and Virginia passing these laws that are going to be, you know, up to full-term abortions. That's not necessarily true because they, they could pass or, or, you know, overturn a law that uh, says that any restriction on abortion is okay now, and that would be the law of the land. Many, many laws do revert things back to the states, but many laws also, so for example, the gay marriage change in law, overrode all of the state's laws. And just like if Roe v. Wade were overturned, maybe it w- they would go back to the states, but then another test would come along that would set a national precedent for abortion, whatever it would happen to be. So it certainly could go back to the states, but not necessarily. Well, no, I think it will go, would go back to the states because there, right, would, be no, think, there would be no federal I, law. I, I think we heard Cliff, your buddy lawyer, say that. Yeah, he did. Cliff Reed, he said that it would go back to the states, and they would, and, and right, I but think soon that's a national why you have test. states making up their laws right now. So. so what we would have is California, New York, and a bunch of other liberal states having them, and some conservative states not having them. And Pennsylvania would be right. divided. Right Pennsylvania would be divided. Thank you so much, yeah, Rob. Thanks Appreciate for reading that, Rob. Appreciate it. Read that last one, and then we'll be says, done. says, impeachment is only to be used if a Supreme Court justice commits a crime, and deciding on a case is not a crime. No, that's their job. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it for life. I'll see you Monday. That's right. You start a retirement lengthened weekend. Enjoy yourself. We'll be doing Financial Friday tomorrow. This is WTKO, Okay, Sunbury.